You might want to sit down for this. This is the new Star Spangled Banner. Let's go. Star Spangled Banger by AKA. Red, white, and blue with the black away. You with the baby, we the biggest gang. Star Spangled Banger by AKA. Star Spangled Banger by AKA. Red, white, and blue with the black away. Of course, we open up with the Marine rapper, Mr. Raymond Lott, personal friend of the show. Fantastic guy. If you guys want to hear, uh, I, I, so I said this to Jeremy before I started that I'm going to be looking down at my computer and it's going to drive me crazy and I'm already doing it. So I'm going to try, I'm going to, try to look at the camera and try to talk at the same time. This is probably not going to work out. See, I'm already doing it again. Uh, TheMarineRapper.com. Go check him out. Go onto YouTube, put in The Marine Rapper. He does more than just rap. He's got like... Um, uh, I guess commentary about everything that's going on and people that attack him. He's pretty funny. He's a funny dude. A lot older than you would think. I was actually surprised by that. And he's probably gonna get mad that I said that. Probably. Of course, tonight, welcome to the third edition of the soup sandwich, which is a little confusing because now I'm starting to plug the soup sandwich and 21 gun and it's all the same. It's all the same. Soup sandwich is just this live show that we do that's more laid back. Um, I just kind of, you know, it's a lot of fun. And I think Jeremy enjoys it uh, himself. Jeremy, how's it going? Good man, been uh, super busy. Raleigh hike coming up this weekend is uh, is is proving challenging. Yeah, yeah, you were uh, you were having some issues with that. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, fuck you, COVID. <laughs> um, well, you know what? Let everyone know because uh, I guess. Well, I'll let you describe what's going on. All right, so uh, COVID nights. Oh, sorry about the hike. Sorry, I thought you meant COVID. Um, which is not our is our personal view and not from anybody else. That's true. That's true. Actually, hold on. Now that you say that, let me read my disclaimer. You're welcome. The views of the 21 Gun, the Soup Sandwich host, Kevin Sullivan and Jeremy Walton are strictly personal opinions and do not represent the official position of any associated guests of the show or associate organizations. Everything stated during this episode is to be taken at face value as discussion and opinion. And I recommend you as the listener and as the co-host to do your own research and draw your own conclusions. Okay. That's just research. You mean I have to do work? <laughs> Sorry, Maureen. Marines are not supposed to do work. Oh, yeah, we are. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So go ahead. Uh, Raleigh this weekend. So Raleigh this weekend, starting off Friday night, we have our meet and greet. It will be at the lo location will be disclosed if you sign up. You oh, know, really? That, that whole thing. You know, we don't want to give out the information too late because, you know, Antifa wants to show up, but a group full of veterans, probably a bad idea. That yeah. being said, the meet and greet will start at a certain time. Again, you need to sign up to find out. You can go by our Eventbrite which is on our Facebook page as well as through the irreverentwarriors.com Facebook Facebook page or website. The hike is about 8.5 miles. It's going to be a little tough. There's quite a few people signed up. People are signing up day, to, day in, day out. If you need a place to stay, the place for the that we have booked for the hotel is on the site as well. So if, again, you're looking to come, you need to sign up. That being yeah, said. Yeah, we try to stress that a lot. But what if I don't? Jeremy, what if I don't sign up? Does that mean I can't come to your hike? No, that means you can show up in the morning and sign up. You'll just be last. Oh, that's terrible. When you say last, you mean you put them all in the, the very back of the line and they have to oh, <laughs> struggle? That's wrong. See, now we just put them in the sideline. You know, we have oh, to okay. show people who didn't follow directions. Okay. And you know what? Uh, for those who are just joining the show who maybe have never heard this before, uh, what we're talking about is the Irreverent Warriors Silkies Hikes. Uh, there's two this weekend. There's one in Raleigh. And then where's the other one? Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. That's out with... Uh, Natasha, is that her? Natasha, yeah. What's Natasha her cool. I wonder if that's also, I think, where Travis McCody Strong is. I wonder if he's going to be uh, doing the hike. I just saw he just did, had a thing on um, Facebook. He climbed another mountain. Dude's a beast. I mean, so yeah. he's he's an above the knee amputee. He's like right below his hips, and oh, this dude shit. is doing more than half the. You remember no, we're no. on the. Uh, now, is it, is it, is it, do I sound like a dick when I say it should be easier because he doesn't have the below knee pain that we get? Uh, uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm not going to go there. I think he seemed like he was, he was a, a friendly guy. He might laugh at that, but I'm, I'm going to just keep moving. Tonight's guests are the combat divas. Um, you can check out their show combat diva. I just had it written down. Jeremy combat diva podcast. Dot com. I believe that's what it was. They'll correct me when they come on because it's oh, hard yeah. for me to look down and do all that stuff at the same time. Um, but they're going to come on tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is our first non-irreverent warriors 
guests, but this is kind of what this show is all about. We're just trying to get uh, veterans from different organizations, different podcasts, Instagram, whoever they are to come on and kind of talk about their thing. Uh, I know one of them, uh, pull their names up here, is is really into uh, volunteering and um, with different VSOs and stuff. So it'll be interesting to have them on. Plus, it's kind of neat to to hear how other people do the whole podcast game. I'm intrigued. I've been, I kind of watched a couple of their episodes and the way they have it set up is definitely better than ours. Not to kind of blow smoke. <laughs> God, you're saying we have a lot to learn. So <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, this is, I mean, I've, I've done this for five years, but I haven't done this. I think we still need to learn. This, 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 I, I mean, I'm just me alone in a room talking at a microphone, interviewing people. That's how typically it is. But adding all this extra dynamics, like the video and live streaming, everything that, that has been, it's been interesting, but it's worked. I think it's worked. I don't know. So uh, things to talk about before we bring on our guests. Uh, <laughs> can, can 2020, we bring this up every single time. Every single episode, every we bring up how crazy this is. But we had this week in North Carolina, in one week, we had a hurricane. Uh, we had a major tornado. I think it was an F4, which Four. My, 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 my knowledge of tornadoes is from that... Uh, that movie Ruby twister Ripper? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i think it was the finger of god and then on sunday i come downstairs i'm making my coffee and my wife goes my sh my chair just sh started shaking i'm like what come on she's like i thought you were behind me and i thought you were wiggling mm -hmm. my chair and i was like no it wasn't me and then i looked is it the dog no we had a magnitude 5.1 earthquake <laughs> to cap off the week I'm not going to lie. I kind of slept through it. I'm, I'm born and raised California. So earthquakes are nothing for me. We lost our house in the 91, 92 earthquake. So really, I you lost, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that your house collapsed during that. Yeah. We lost all, we lost the house, the car, we lost everything. That was the world series one, right? Uh, I was, wasn't really big into baseball. He's watching it at that point in time. So uh, okay. maybe. Yeah. Cause I was watching it on well, TV and like in the middle of the game was the, uh, the athletics versus I can't remember. I don't remember, but um, stuff started falling. Like the stadium started shaking, and and then it was just oh, total I just, devastation. I just after waking that. up, grabbing my twin brother because I have a twin, and I watched the bookshelf fall over. The 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 toys that we had up on shelves falling over. The the bunk beds collapsed. The windows shattered, and then just half the house started falling apart. Basically running through the house. Mom grabbing my brother and I. Get out! Get out! Get out! And then we just watched the whole house fall apart. That's insane. Fun. That's insane. I don't, I've never been an earthquake. I mean, technically I was last week, but I've, I've never even felt one. Uh, I've been to California a bunch, but I guess it's been lucky that I've never experienced one. It's one of my top fears. I know it sounds weird. Why would you be afraid of, of, uh, earthquakes being from the East coast? But yeah, I mean, I just, the idea of being in a building that can just crumble on top of you because the earth, the earth decides to shake you off like some fleas. To be honest, I'd honestly, I'd rather be a part of around or a part of a tornado an earthquake because you really? can basically get away from a tornado at the right amount of time. You can't get away from an earthquake. So this is true. Is it a mental health disorder? I'm going to ask this question. Being a Marine. Yes. No, I, oh, I wanted, sorry. I want to dig a tornado shelter in my backyard. <laughs> I thought so about this. The other you day. want to build a pool. No, no, no. What I want to do is we're going to build for the listeners for the action, for the real show, not this fake show. Um, I'm going to build a studio in the backyard. If, if I stay in North Carolina, what? Moving what? Moving? No way. What? No. Anyway, so uh, we're going to put the, the the studio back there. And I thought, perfect. I can put, because I don't have a basement. I don't have anywhere to go in case there's a, a tornado. I Where else would you hide the bodies? What's that? Where else would you hide the bodies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, we don't talk about that, uh, Dexter. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know if it's, if it's not uh, feasible to do that, but I was thinking that that would be, and it would also be kind of cool, because as a kid, I always liked, you know, secret hideouts and it would be cool to have a a secret hideout storm shelter in my backyard. Where's dad? Oh, he's in a secret hideout. So I'm not going to lie. We had a storm shelter when we were in California. Okay. Problem being, the shed fell on it. So we couldn't get into the storm shelter. So we're sitting outside in the front yard, baseball, more in the street because- Was this for the earthquake? You guys use a yeah. shelter for the earthquake? It's like a pre-dug grave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's the weirdest thing. Well, California gets tornadoes too. Oh, okay. So- being how fortified it is, it's not a bad location, but you don't put a shed next to it. So no one ever said our parents were smart when we were younger. It's it it just goes to show you, right? So uh, I, you know, I, without getting into the specifics, because I don't know, I'm a medical provider. I don't know about um, science beyond medicine. Uh, 
people always stress about the earth. They're always like, oh, the earth is burning up. Oh, we're all going to die. Oh, if the earth doesn't want us here, right? Humans, if you look at the whole grand scheme of how long the earth has been around, like I think it's four and a half billion years, we've been around for like 200,000 years. Not long enough. Would think. Not, not long at all. If the earth doesn't like us, if the earth is like, hey, do you know what? It's getting a little too hot. It's going to shake us off like fleas. It's going to, we won't even, we'll be a blip in the memory of, of the earth if, and so when you think of it that way, right, it makes things less stressful because I'm like, all right, well, if we're done, we're done. I mean, what can you do about it? That's kind of how I feel about this virus. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this needs to be done. Uh, have you ever heard of the simulation theory? I'm a Joe Rogan. simulation. Joe Rogan brings it up a lot. So the simulation there, and there's a lot of smart people that, that, uh, I don't want to say espouse this theory. Even Elon Musk, I think, brought it up. So the idea is we are going to make artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence is going to be very, very advanced. Because I mean, just by nature of a computer that knows it's alive, it's going to be more advanced than we could ever consider a computer being, right? Because it's going to be able to learn from itself. It's going to network. It's going to the- be craziness. Either it's Skynet or it's Johnny Five. I'm just putting my money Yes. Up. Yes. Well, probably Skynet. Uh, there's a great book. I had him on my old podcast. His name is James Barrett. He wrote a book called Our Final Invention. Read it. It'll scare the shit out of you. And I, it makes me not want to go in my Tesla in the morning. I'm like, what are you thinking about doing? So the the idea is, since we know computers are going to be that crazy advanced, computers are going to, when they become AI, they're going to start running simulations to look at the past and how humans acted, almost like a science experiment. So they will run billions of these simulations filled with artificial intelligence, and they'll be so real that the artificial intelligence, me, you, the combat divas, they, we're not going to know that we're not real, right? And then crazy things like the simulations will throw crazy things like, what if, I don't know, the Mormons are right? What if the Muslims are right? What if, what if we get hit by a, a, a comet in 2020? You know, like there's, it's going to run all these different simulations. And I used to think that was kind of a cool idea. It doesn't matter because if you don't know, I mean, like it doesn't doesn't change anything about life. But it's kind of cool to think about until 2020 hit. Now I think we're in a simulation. I don't think we're in a simulation. I think we're in a damn video game. What do you think this is the Matrix? Come on, man. I do. I seriously do. Because if there is billions of realities, the odds of us being is this a Marvel? The- okay, now we are we in Marvel now. Now we're skipping. <laughs> no, 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 no. Each. If each reality is a possibility, then the odds of you being in the actual real carbon human reality is like one in a billion. So the odds are that we are in a computer simulation. So you took the blue pill. Got it. I rest my case. (laughs) He took the blue pill. I knew it. (laughs) Um, Any other um, announcements for for Reverend Warriors before we, we bring our lovely guests on? Other than upcoming hikes, I mean... They just had Chattanooga not long not long ago. I think that was last weekend on the eighth. I, okay. I believe. Um, yeah, we Colorado, had their uh, we, we had one of their guys on. Correct. Yeah. So we had. Um, <laughs> oh Lord, that was James, right? We had. Or no, I think it was. God. Sorry, um, man. We had someone on from Chattanooga. <laughs> Bobby. We had Bobby. I know it was Des Moines, not Chattanooga. It was Des Moines. Des Moines yeah. was last time. Chattanooga's coming up after Raleigh, along with the after Fox. Raleigh on the twenty second. So. Yep. That's right. That's the 22nd right. is Chattanooga and Indiana Quad Cities. And then we have September 5th is Cedar Falls and then Jacksonville, North Carolina. Good old Jayville. So just keep an eye out at RevenWars.com for the hikes and, and sign up. You, know, you can't go wrong. My phone keeps blowing up. Don't they know I'm on? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is actually my my uh, cousin just texted this to me. Don't See, forget. One thing we can learn from the combat teams at this point is time is get off your phone when streaming. Well, he put on here. Don't forget the UFOs for 2020. I forgot about that one too. Uh, the UFOs that those Navy jets that the Pentagon released. It's just another, another example. I were in a simulation. So as we're getting out of the matrix and I have a real state, <laughs> All right, let's bring on let's bring on our guests. All right, so tonight, like I said earlier, we have the Combat Divas podcast with Tiffany Jackson and Tanisha Bolian. I'm probably screwing that up, so correct me um, when you come on here. Yeah, they're both, I believe, out of Chicago, Illinois. Do you add it? Do you say the S in Illinois? No, Illinois, Illinois. You say Illinois like New Orleans? Yeah, is that okay? Well, you know, I don't find myself saying Illinois 
Why did they put an S on it then? Damn it. Um, like where were we? Instead Tiffany, of <laughs> Tiffany is a U.S. Army veteran, mother and wife, an advocate for many cases, and a self-described chronic optimist, which we can't have uh, too little of chronic optimism in these days. Um, Tanisha, I, I just messed up her name again, Bolian. Bullion uh, is a U.S. Army veteran as well. She's a single mother, has a degree in mass communications. From her bio, her story is full of darkness, rising above healing and maintaining her spiritual ground. Of course, they have their podcast. And I believe they just wrote a book. So let's bring on our guests. Hey, there we go. I'm going to try to do this. Look, I'm going to mess with. Wait, no, Kevin, don't mess with it. But uh -oh. I could. I'm going to. Hand check. What? I thought, I, oh, here we go. There we go. Hey, look at that. You guys have the full screen. I'm learning this stuff. It's just awesome. awesome. <laughs> so we have uh, who's on the left and who's on the right? Tanisha. Okay. Tiffany. Okay. And uh, you guys are both Army veterans. Yes. Yeah. Did you serve together? We did. Okay, cool. What was your uh, MOS? ADA white, transportation, truck driver. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's weird about that job is, uh, <laughs> in, in the air force, it was like, oh, that's an easy job. That's all. And then they ended up riding, uh, uh, convoys all over Iraq. It was like one of the worst jobs. We trained a lot. Of, we trained a lot of air force. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, down in Texas. Is that where they did that? Uh, we trained them while we were in Iraq. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. great. Talk about on the job. Right. Uh, <laughs> on the job training. Oh, job training so yeah. what years were you guys in? I'll go first. Yeah, I was. I, I enlisted in 2007, and I recently medically retired, unfortunately, okay. in 2017. So. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, jo join the ranks. <laughs> yeah. we're, all we're all busted up on this show. <laughs> so me, no, I joined in 2002, and I was deployed in 2003, 2004. And um, we did our second deployment together in 2010 to 2011 in Iraq. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah 20, 2010 to 2011 in Iraq. Okay. Um, still a very dangerous place up until I think it still is dangerous. I don't know. I stopped, yeah, stopped paying attention. Yeah. Um, so when you, when you went in, when you joined, d did you guys have any sort of choice or you're just like, Hey, guess what? Truck drivers. I didn't uh, You know, it was the recruiter thing. They, they tell you anything. Hey, can I be an astronaut? <laughs> when I get to the, yeah, you can be an astronaut and get to the army. Sure. Just <laughs> What is AA Mike? You're a truck driver, but you can be an astronaut like in a year. So just stick with it. So yeah, that, that, was, that was my story. <laughs> Me, I originally wanted to be uh, like I wanted to fly planes, but my ah. eyesight, my eyesight is shit. So they was like, you have to get LASIK. So I was like, what's the what's another way of uh, transporting shit? So I was like, what's the shortest school? It was like truck driving. I was like, fuck <laughs> it, I'll be a truck driver. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's not much different. I was a C one thirty navigator, which I think of the picture right there. Uh, we're we're just truck drivers with wings. That's all we were. <laughs> That's a good way to simplify that. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, need we, my eyes for it. I, you know, we took a lot of pride. Um, I like talking to to uh, folks that were driving convoys. We took a lot of pride in that. Every flight that we took, we were keeping trucks off the road, so it was like. Uh, we were tirelessly flying because I'm like, especially I, I was there in 04, 05, and 06. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, we just worked our ass off to try to try to keep you guys alive. We so, well, Jeremy knows something about driving a truck. He hit a bomb while driving one. Oh my God. Um, so I joined in 2003 through the Marine Corps. Um, and I got out of the Marine Corps in 2008, um, kind of stayed in for a little bit. I was a combat engineer and a truck driver, go figure, uh, two to Fallujah, got out of the Marine Corps when I did get married and I was married at the time. She was the ex-wife was whole, you're a horrible civilian. I was like, well, time to reenlist. <laughs> that didn't pan out so well for the Marine Corps because the Marine Corps wasn't really taking guys who were injured. So mm -hmm. I went to the army and said, Hey, how fast can you get me in a week and a half later? I was in boots and utes and get yeah. back and I was right in the army. Yeah. At Fort Drum. Uh, Part of 7th Engineers, went back to Afghanistan about a week and a half into country. I ended up hitting an I, my last IED and then I medically retired. So, uh, What part of Afghanistan? What part of Af Afghanistan were you in? Uh, just south of Camp Leatherneck. Oh, cool. I was in Kabul in 0809. So. We were just outside Kabul. So we were doing milk runs between Kabul and Camp Leatherneck. 
Oh, wow. Okay, cool. We did some joint operation with the Marine Corps, which is oddly enough, you switch to another branch and you still work with the Marines. I don't know how that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she used to tell people that she was in the, uh, that she was prior uh, Corps. Like, you know, it was early on. She was like, when I was in the Corps, and it got to the point where people really believed yeah. that she spent some years in the Corps. But I'm like, she was super young. I'm like, how, when did you think she served? I had a lot of discipline, so people thought I didn't belong. It was like, oh, you must have been in the Corps somehow. And yeah. it's the verbiage too, especially when you get around Marines who actually talk like that. It's like, man, when I was in the Corps and you start talking, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, all right, let's go. It's, yeah. That's exactly. Until, until somebody actually asked me, they was like, well, you know, well, well, Tiff, she was, she was in the Marine Corps. I was like, <laughs> are you serious? I was, I was like, so she wasn't in the Corps. I was, I was like, oh, no, she was in the fucking Marines. When the fuck was she to serve? That is, that is right up with my level of humor. I enjoy that. I mean, that's hysterical. You're just walking around saying when I was in the Corps. Yeah, <laughs> I just walked up to people. Back when I was in the Marine Corps, we didn't wear shoes. Like, <laughs> we kept going. Because the Marines are like one upper. So no matter what you do, they did it work. So that's so really I, funny. I, I did my best to really get away from the whole like one upping. I, when I was for the first guy, I was like, you know, fuck everybody else. I was in the <laughs> We're, you know, first in, last out, run, run. Then I realized after you get out, it doesn't mean a damn thing. So. <laughs> Can you imagine if Air Force went into the court when I was yeah. in the Air Force? <laughs> they honestly wouldn't even make it a day. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> now. We, paid, now. We, we paid the Air Force more money just to tolerate us. Like, oh, we got to live next to the Army. You're not they, wrong. No, I, I absolutely, uh, self-deprecation is fine. I, I, <laughs> my, my running joke is, you there, enlisted man, carry my bag. <laughs> Damn it. Look, for, look, I was also very jealous of Air Force. My first tour, 2003, 2004. Matter of fact, I was just there like February 2004. So okay. they had way better accommodations. They were the ones that took over like Saddam's palaces and shit. Wow. We had like the uh, the little sheds and shit on the other side, like a little <laughs> dirt road. And we had to have makeshift bunks and and they had it. They had it really good. I was like, man, why the fuck did I enjoy the Air Force? <laughs> But my course was a little low. So I had a headache that day when I did the ASVAP. I had a headache that day. Right, that's right. A hangover headache? <laughs> I scored the ASVAP, and I still joined the Marine Corps. So I guess we <laughs> really are that dumb. Yeah. It's, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's tough. It's tough when we would go to the, the Army chow halls and stuff. You guys had plastic forks and spoons. And it was, ugh. No tablecloths. No, no, no fucking <laughs> 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 barbarians. <laughs> I was like, should we damn it eat with our fucking hands? You know, so, <laughs> used to eating at chow halls. The Marines just basically killed whatever was running around. I had uh, Zach, Zach, uh, god damn, what was his last name? Uh, Zach Baker. Uh, he's the guy from he did a he's a Marine and he actually volunteered on a TV show to go into prison and be a fake prisoner to rat out where the drugs and all that stuff was coming like to be an undercover yeah. informant I, yeah really crazy very very wrong <laughs> in a lot it, of ways. it was insane yeah. uh cool guy actually it's called 60 days in first season if you guys want to check it out but he told me they were like they would be weeks without food and they would just find chickens and rats and cook them up and was like and it was the best food because when you're that hungry it it's the best. best food you could possibly have oh my did, god did, 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 go ahead did sorry cook it? did you find a way to cook it I assume I would have to go back and listen to the interview. It was about a year ago. Um, but yeah, I think he said he got each person got a handful of rice and a little bit of meat. And yeah, that's just the way it is. Wow. Marines. That's not a major heartburn. One time, one time our ice cream machine was broken in Balad. <laughs> I, I think I'm, they're going to put me in for a, a medal, I think, for that. <laughs> Yeah, he had a lot of reading contest. It was it was the worst thing ever. <laughs> so um so you guys were it sounds like there was some gap in between when you were both serving, uh because Tiffany got out first. And I, I did. She's still serving. I'm still serving. Oh, you're still in. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, so th that's interesting because um well, two things. When when did the idea of doing a podcast come on? And before I forget do you have to kind of watch how you say things and tread softly considering you're still associated with the DOD? I do. She pretty much can say whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> and me, cause like we'll tell our stories, 
but then I can't say certain things. She'll, she'll take it away and I'll just kind of like co-sign it. Like, yeah, yeah. But I, I can't, I, I can't say too much because I don't know who's listening. Yeah. That's a rough thing. Well, you know what? It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of the same thing whenever you have an organization that you're, you're working for because, yeah. and I get it, I get it because, you know, everyone's got their own opinions and you don't want to look or, or at least make the larger organization look bad. Uh, are you guys familiar with uh, vet TV at all? I am. Okay. So our founder, his name is uh, Donnie O'Malley. This is founder for, it's a giant umbrella. Uh, Donnie O'Malley made this thing called Vet TV, which is like a YouTube. No, I would call it a Netflix for veterans. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about as offensive as you could possibly come up with. And oh, I love that. <laughs> he does such a good job. But um, uh, I lost my train of thought while we were talking about that. He, I can't remember. Anyway, how to keep your yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah. We have to kind of, you know, we're all kind of attached in a certain way, and and of course, I mean, I don't want irreverent warriors who are is our uh, associate organization underneath all those. Uh, I don't, I don't want to make them look bad, especially with the mission that we do, and the mission is to yeah. improve veteran suicide. So, so yeah, it's tricky, but you know, it's something something you got to do you know yeah uh, you can you have to use a certain amount of humor though dealing with a subject so dark like veteran suicide so i mean yeah not oh yeah, yeah not too morbid but you know there's a certain amount of humor that cushions the the, the heartbreak on that i mean we get a little dark though we get a little dark like we found out because uh, we had two uh suicides in our company and it happened about well, almost like a year and a half maybe like a year, a year or so apart, apart. And the first one, it was bad, but we was like, yeah, we kind of suspected it. We kind of knew it was going to happen, but, you know, yeah. much respect to his family. But the second one, when it happened, it was like, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, we're going to fuck you up when we get up there because that was some bullshit. You could have said stuff like we'll yeah. like that and we'll get some laughs and we'll laugh about it, you know, to kind of like mask, you know, to keep from crying. So we have our little jokes, but then we kind of mourn in private. Yeah. But we also known that what we typically do in the military because you have to suck it up and drive on. Like we feel shit later. So, cause you have to continue the mission. So we, all that stuff will happen. We absorb it all and we never get a chance to unpack it and we unpack it later. And sometimes it could be healthy and sometimes it could be a little bit unhealthy. So yeah. we try to laugh it off as best we can. It's yeah. It's, um, it's part of the culture to, to power through it, you know, you're, exactly. you're a war fighter and I'm not, I'm not broken. What's wrong with me? Exactly. And then you self medicate, <laughs> then you get NJP'd for, for drug use. And then it just, it just, it's it, spirals. It, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too is, you know, and I remember we had a, a suicide in our squadron and, and I remember the guy who did it again, it, it was shocking, but I guess if I could put a list of who was going to do it, I would have said him yeah. and, and, you know, it, it, it's it. Part of the onus is on us as their their squadron mates and uh, fellow soldiers and Marines because you can't stigmatize it and say, "Oh, dude, suck it up. Stop being a pussy." You know, exactly. oh, oh, you're 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 having issues. Oh, you got to go to to mental health. You're a pussy. Exactly. And they kill themselves, and then we're like, "Oh, that fucking pussy killed himself." And it's like, what? Yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. not how it works. With with all illnesses, not yeah. just the suicide. With like you, you know, a broken ankle or one of one guy had he was like had some type of uh, what does he have? Like some type of oh, IV. He had some type of autoimmune disease. Like he was really sick, and he but had to have a blood transfusion. We just bothered him the whole time. Like I'll oh, suck it up. Oh, you're so slow, fucking just die already. And like you know, a couple weeks later, he was like really sick. We're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he wasn't color. He was a little pale. He was like, "Yeah, I didn't know he was like low key dying." Like, why are you saying you're sick? Like, I did. <laughs> wow, you you guys do have a dark side. Yeah, we, well, thought, we, did. we thought it was being it's, a pussy. It's, it's really dark for us. Oh, really you don't want to work. Oh, you so tired from what you didn't do shit. But he was really, he was really very fatigued yeah. because of the blood. Was, yeah, he needed a blood transfusion. He's okay now. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's alive yeah. and well. But that's I, good. I heard my brother, you know what? My brother said something about him a couple of days ago. Her brother also yeah. serves, I should say that. Yeah, we both, me and my brother both joined at the same time. Oh, cool. Well, knowing that malingerers, malingerers I can't talk today, are very, very prevalent in the military, especially when they get in, they realize it's not what they want to do. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they do need that push. But every now, I've, I've had my times of, of, especially when we come back from Iraq, 
hey man, I don't feel right. Stop being a bitch. You're a Marine. Like, yeah. fuck it the fuck up. You're supposed to be the best of the best. You're supposed to be hardcore. Yeah. Realizing yeah. that, bro, I'm like going through two fists of jack a night. Yeah. Maybe you might need to back off a little bit. So yeah. I, I've, yeah. I've learned the hard way a few times. So I, 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 too. I, I mean, I've been to the brink, and we talk about it a little bit in, in the book. We, we discuss kind of, you know, having suicidal thoughts to the point of like actually planning it out and like going forward with it until your phone rings and then. Like I, I snapped out of it, and it, it happened to be he was. We were not married at the time; we were just dating. But we got married shortly after. Uh, the the guy who called me and stopped me from committing suicide. So that's pretty. Uh, I don't know, it's pretty ironic, I guess, how it ties in. So yeah, I get it. You're right. I so, remember telling me about that. I, I found out. I keep cutting you off, Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. Go ahead. Yeah, you can. She said that. I found that out on the podcast when we was doing our podcast live, and she said that, and I'm just she. She's just going on about the story, and I was just over there like. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Like I, we had to have a chat afterwards. I was like, what the fuck? I, yeah, that's I crazy. Know. Yeah. When? What was your your um? Uh, I guess we'll call it your motive for for coming up with the Combat Divas podcast. What's the uh, reason for your show? Yeah, we just, uh, well, I came up with the idea after I got out, I was, I always wanted to get in the space of, of media and kind of sharing our stories because people would tell us how unique they were like, oh man, this stuff is great. You guys should talk about it. You guys should talk about it. And uh, being a female veteran, there is uniqueness to it because we kind of deal with some things that, uh, you know, the, the guys, you know, no, no bashing, but some, some stuff you guys don't have to deal with that, that the females kind of face. And so we wanted to create a safe space where we can kind of communicate about those things and talk about it and not feel like, you know, shit, like we're whining, you know, just, just to get it off our chest. And then we found out that not, not just female veterans were going through obstacles, but females in general were just facing obstacles daily. Like, oh, I, I really don't like my kids, but I can't say it out loud because people, people think I'm a terrible mom. <laughs> so it's like, we gave you a space for that. Like, hey, sometimes I don't like my kids. And it was like, oh, thank God. Me neither. I think I stand a little term. So it's like, you know, I, it gave us that space and that 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 safety net to kind of, you know, yeah. talk to. And we actually have almost the same amount of male listeners as female listeners. At the I was about to ask, is that okay for dads too? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, we do. It's yeah. funny because a lot of males email us like, oh, my wife is being such a B word. And I'm, I, I see now why. I guess she just wants me to clean up a little bit. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. clean up a little bit. But yeah. yeah. I think I think it's 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 one of the good things that are coming out of technology in this war is that there's so many I should say wars there's so many outlets for veterans to be creative and to share their stories right because we grew up with the idea of uh, the grandfather who was in World War II that yeah. you know you hear the story yeah he doesn't really like to talk about it and and I think people don't like to talk about it because veterans unless you're a Navy SEAL, are usually humble and it feels like you're bragging, right? Yeah. But it's important to tell your story because you just said it right there. I mean, it normalizes the shit that we go through and then you go, um, you know, I thought I was the only one that was doing, I thought I was the only one that needed an Ambien and a shot of bourbon every night to go to sleep yeah. for oh, yeah. five years. And it's like, yeah, yeah. We just needed people to know they weren't alone and it gave us that space. And then after a while, we're like, man, I I was going to write a book, so we we linked up with a uh, a publishing house who she's also a Marine veteran actually, and uh, she kind of took our book to life, and it, it's been it's been amazing actually. So that's, it's that's been very awesome. therapeutic. Like when she had the idea, she brought it to me. I I was like, yes, thank you, because I have a degree in you know mass communications, but I'm like I the current job I'm in, I'm like I'm not using it. And when she brought it to me, I was like, something, something I can breathe, something I can get a lot of stuff up off my chest about what I went through in the military, still going through in the military and stuff that I'm going through on the civilian side. So it's it's been therapeutic to me. And then our listeners, we find out that it's very therapeutic to them, too. So did you have to do the whole DOD process with that, too? <laughs> she probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing Matt Best. Oh, uh, he was talking about the the process he had to go through and and the amount of stuff they redacted out of his book and um, yeah I just didn't know so where do you where do you even start so like you're gonna write a book a lot of people want to write a book I have a good friend uh, Jason Piccolo who's I think he's written a couple books it's like I, I've had the idea you know now that I've accumulated I don't know uh, fifty or sixty interviews with with veterans 
to write something, but it's like, where do you, where do you even begin? Just sitting and typing? At you just start. Throw, you just start. Throw it up on paper or on a keyboard, whichever one you're comfortable with, and it'll start making sense and weaving its own baskets after a while. And yeah. it's like, oh, that makes sense now. I can put this together. So it helps that we have the help of the publisher. She's, she's amazing. It's Unfeathered Ink is the name of the publishing company. Yeah. But she's just like, oh, what you really mean to say is, I'm like, yes. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Would that so, be uh, great? Melody Norton commented on the chat. So, Melody, that? Jeremy, you kind of broke up a little bit. Would that be Melody Norton? Melody Norton, yeah. Yeah, that's her. She just commented on the chat. So, yeah. She, oh, cool. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Oh, yeah, she, there she is. She, she is. She's phenomenal. So, yeah. Uh, it really helped us bridge the gap between, she's, she's more of a cultural writer. So, she's good at bridging the gap between kind of jargon y talk and, you know, just what normal people would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's, <laughs> what's the, the, the modern process of, of getting a book published? Actually, a two-part question. Uh, it, has it been released yet? Uh, Three-part question. Where can you get it? And what's the, what's the modern? Uh, because I say that because in the old days, you would have to have a book deal and you would have to, I mean, it was very hard to break into that. But again, yeah. technology rears its head and we suddenly, uh, you know, have the ability to do things like this. It's so crazy. Yeah. So, so it's, the modern way to do it is, well, we linked up with the publishers. So we don't have to do it the hard way, but we linked up with her and she kind of did most of the, the legwork as far as, you know, uh, getting the publishing, getting the editing done and things like that. So I, I, everything is so ebook, you know, or audible. Nobody really wants to even read anymore. Like, is yeah. it on audible? That's the first question <laughs> we get. We got a book coming out. Will it be on audible? So it's not been released yet. It's, it's scheduled for mid November, early November. Um, so, uh, right now we'll just get started with the marketing and, you know, kind of pump the book up to, to be able to get it out. So. Could you imagine us on Audible? Like, we, I think you probably get more than what the book says. <laughs> oh yeah. Get the voice to it. Oh, I'd listen to that every time. Oh. <laughs> we'll grab you guys and just read it for us, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> the tone, the sarcasm, like you will, you will get, we get the whole tone of the book and the way we mean it to come out because yeah. yeah. What I should do audible when we get the opportunity. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, the Combat Diva's Guide to Life. Like, okay. Yeah. So we cover a, a lot of topics, mostly like bridging the gap between survivor guides and the military. The you know we're big on guys in the army. I don't know about you know we we'll we need a manual for every every thing. How do we change the garbage bags? We have a manual. So. <laughs> Everything's a manual, so it, it kind of tied into, you know, this is how we've navigated, or especially me trying to transition from, you know, the army life to straight civilian life. Um, you know, it, it was challenging in the beginning, and it never ends. Transition isn't like, oh, we go through it for a couple months, and now we are, we're good to go. Like, I'm still transitioning two years later, so. Yeah. I'm still transitioning 15 years later. Yeah, <laughs> it takes time, yeah. Well, I'm not even out yet, but it's it's still a struggle. <laughs> it's still a struggle. I'm like, I just got yeah. two more years, and I'm just like, just gotta get through the end. Just gotta get to the. It's it's a struggle. Yeah. Period. Ten years for me as well, so I, I get it. I'm still trying to find my place, you know. Yeah, I get it. I totally it's get hard. It. Sometimes it's, it gets it gets really it gets really hard though because you're so used to a certain type of way of living, and then you still live in that same way on the outside in the civilian world and sometimes people misunderstand you and they don't understand it. Because civilians it. don't care about your structure. Yeah. They don't care. No. <laughs> and not to pull the jarhead card, but uh, when you when you get when you get to that, that that jarhead mentality of go, 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 now, 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 now. Everything is so intense. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's that's kind of the nature of the the veteran though. That's like if you ask any veteran, it's like God, we got to just everyone's doing something all the time. Oh, yeah. You try to sit on the couch on a Saturday and you're like, the lawn needs to be mowed. Something needs to be done. <laughs> all time. <laughs> My husband just did that. That's funny. <laughs> For a while, I used to be that guy. Yeah. But sisters, you know what? Measuring the grass. I used to be that guy. So, wow. yeah. I, you know what? Though? Think about what, like, what do normal people do? Like, do normal people not sit down and do a podcast at eight o'clock after you've already pulled a twelve-hour day shift? You know what I mean? Like, what, what do normal people do? They must be bored. Yeah, they like rest and sleep and stuff like that. Like, they probably they probably cuddle on the couch and watch Desperate Housewives or something. Hey, hold on, hold on. That's interesting sometimes, especially when alcohol is involved. They probably, they probably have like their little toy poodle and they wear like yeah. remember those what are those things the snuggy pillows or snuggy blankets oh, yeah. oh. 
Springs are awesome. So that's what civilians do. <laughs> that's what civilians do. Yeah, um, we get a movie and like a hard mm-hmm. hat or something. They probably they probably sit down when they eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what what's that like? We walk and chew. It's so true. My grandma just told me that today. Like, sit down. Like that, yeah. done shortly. We always, always, always. And then it, it gets to the point where I'm like, I was out with my mom. She was like, "Do you eat?" <laughs> I'm like, I, "You go a whole day and like and not eat." She was like, "You you do eat, do you?" I'm like, "I, I what? I'm not hungry. I got stuff to do." I'm, that's I'm saying, so. that's why. I like to do intermittent fasting because then I don't have to worry about lunch. I just do all my shit sure. through lunch, and yeah. then you eat at the end of the day. Um, sorry, Jeremy, I cut you off. What'd you say? I was saying, or you eat fast enough to where you don't remember eating it. <laughs> sure, you just taste it later on, like, oh, I guess you just get to going and you don't remember doing it. Definitely, yeah. So, so you had mentioned uh, the transitioning and trying to fit into a world that we're not really meant to to fit into. I think that, and and this is where I'm going to plug my parent organization at this point. But any VSO, any group, like uh, we have a friend named Hacker who's with what's the name of his motorcycle uh, club. I can't. The outlaws, I believe so. American outlaw. Well, I don't know. He'll he'll butcher me because I forgot that. But um, they're, they're the wretched fuse and other motorcycle club, irreverent warriors. What you do is, and and here's the tragic thing, right? If people are having trouble fitting into the civilian world, or they can't find a veterans organizations because they're not looking, because yeah. there's so many out there, and you get together and you use the lingo, and and finally people understand you, right? The the yeah. lady at work might not understand you, but you know, the guy next to you who you might not even know, but just because, you know, yeah. half the people I hang out with are, are Marines. We come from two different worlds, yet we automatically know each other because we've been shot at. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we language, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's, that's, that's what it's like. Cool. So the book comes out in November. Uh, where can folks get it? Uh, they can get it from unfeatheredinc.com is the website. Uh, CombatDivasPodcast.net is our website. Okay. And, uh, or it, it'll be on Amazon, Audible. It, it, it pretty much be everywhere books are sold yeah. for a while. So, so it, so it is going to be an Audible. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it better be your voice. It better be your voices, because then it's, it's you. You got to have the full contacts with the voice. Well, we're gonna try. We're we're gonna try and see what we can do about the whole Audible thing, because I that would be funny. We are we are just set up. We're yeah. Go. yeah. <laughs> are you gonna have a, a coloring book version for the better come with crayons too i'm just saying oh, they are. we're gonna send the, the five key colors yeah. for you it will actually right. make crayons edible so you don't hurt yourself like, you <laughs> someone was giving out a bubble gum that looked like crayons chocolate molds i got it. oh <laughs> at the hikes we have uh edible crayons yeah yeah oh, there you go. I got it. see yep That's gonna right. for you. it's gonna oh. be amazing <laughs> well uh ladies it was an absolute pleasure having you guys on um you're a lot of fun Thank we should do this you. again Thank you for having us. We appreciate when, it. When uh, when your book comes out, we'll we'll have you back on. We'll give it a good plug. Yes, oh, thank you thank so much. You. I appreciate it. Awesome. When do you hike close to Illinois somewhere? Yeah. Uh, when when is an Illinois hike? Chicago's October third. October third, oh, Chicago it, Illinois it, hike. Oh, you know what? Our stuff was pushed back by COVID because uh, we usually do it in what May. It was uh, like yeah, we used to do like a twenty-one, a separate one. Okay, because we usually have like a twenty-one mile um, ruck march for uh, for suicide. Okay, so, yeah, it's similar, it's similar. Okay, yeah. So uh, just go to reverendwarriors.com, and that would be great if you guys went out there. Do what you can do. Oh, I don't, I don't know how you structure your show, but what I'll do is I'll go out there with my microphone and interview people. And I usually, when I get to a hike, I'll make a show out of it. Nice. nice. I yeah, think that'd be great. We'll, that'd we'll be get all our veteran friends and. We'll come on out there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because we're always looking to get more people. We're always trying to recruit. We're like a cult. We're like, hey, I, <laughs> you notice you might want to join our group. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. I, well, I'm big. Well, really quick, love. I thought you were going to say I'm um, big on cult talk. <laughs> <I know. laughs> In the American Legion. Uh, so I was just appointed as uh, the, the service officer. And, you know, so we're always looking to kind of get the word out about what different veteran groups are doing. And, you know, hopefully. Yeah kind of coordinate with, with you guys and you know, get these guys out there. We we do wear silkies. Uh, it's a little uh, jarring to see that many man thighs out in the middle. <laughs> 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 what do you call uh, ranger, uh, ranger panties? Uh, ranger panties, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I nice. see. Some got some nice legs, some nice glutes. They got some nice glutes. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm actually wearing mine now, but I won't show you. I, I, I'm not <laughs> do it. No, you, you, I, you had them. Do it. 
I didn't realize they were hiked up that much. I thought my ball was going to fall out. Thank you. Yeah, I'm totally, I'm all American flag today. What's funny is our last live show, I realized, I'm, just now I realized I was wearing this t-shirt. So yeah, one trick pony over here. All right, ladies. Again, thank you for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we'll hook up again at some point, whether it's at a hike or we get you on when your when your book comes out. Sounds okay. good. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming on. Thank you very much. They're awesome. They are amazing. I, yeah. I look forward to going through and watching the rest of their podcast too, just to catch up a little more too. So they do more. a they do a video portion. Yeah. Oh, really? That's. I mean, why not? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I, I, you know, I think it's funny we were talking about trying to eke out as much time in a day as possible. Right. And uh, the amount of podcasts I have to listen to, the amount of books I have to read. That's the other thing too, which I should let them know I'm going to read their, their book is that I, I've read more books for podcasts than I did for PA school. <laughs> it's because everyone has a book. And so, in fact, look at, I got, Oh, it's on the other side of the room there. I have to read. I have an interview on Wednesday, next Wednesday, and I got to read this book um, with a guy named uh, a Navy SEAL, Brent, Brent Gleason. Uh, okay. oh, I don't want to make it sound like I'm making fun of, of him, but a Navy SEAL with a book. Whoa. <laughs> Sometimes you need that, uh, that, that tangible being able to read. I know jarheads can't really read too well, so we have to hear <laughs> things and see things. So any pictures would be best. Just, just let me know if you find some. Awesome. Um, yeah, man. I, I think we, I think we, uh, I think we're done tonight. I'm looking at my notes. I feel yeah, like we're ending. Like said, we've been trying to keep it shorter because we've been going over a little too long lately, but just to get the point out instead of drawing on for, you know, mindless time of doing nothing like, wait, you don't want to read my, uh, I have lots of thoughts here in my book. Let's start with page one. The war of 1812. Here's my, here's oh. my opinion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> It All right, guys. Yeah, I, I do hope they end up getting a chance to do the um, the audiobook because that'd be cool to actually hear the voices. Now, could you imagine? I had just not long ago bought General Mattis's chaos, uh, controlled chaos. Could you imagine hearing that man drone on for an hour, two hours? Yes, no. yes, I could. I could sit there and listen to him. All I day probably could too, but <laughs> not in the car. Hey, yeah. Speaking of which, I had um, my last interview. I had Norman Schwarzkopf's. Uh, personal bodyguard on from back during the the first Gulf War, and really really cool dude, cool story. I think did I bring it up before? He was an Air Force Security Forces guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And he just kind of it was the old adage: be the best that uh, sounds like a an army thing. Be all you can be, but if you're the best at whatever you do, like it doesn't matter. You can take this out of the veteran world. You can just say and whatever your job is, if you see something that you want, just be the best at your current job. Like right. no doubt if someone says, Hey, who's the best, um, uh, tire changer. Oh, that's, that's Sully. He'll, he'll do it. He's great. And then you, you gain things from there. Well, he was, he just kept getting better and better. And eventually Norman Schwarzkopf, um, heard about him and has him as the chief of his personal security detail, uh, through the Iraq war. It's freaking such a cool story. And this guy, that's a little air force pride there. Cause this guy was in charge of, uh, Delta operatives. I think Damn. he had a seal on his team. Um, I mean, he's no, just because he's Air Force, I mean, he, this guy is legit knows his skills. I mean, right. he was on something called Elite Guard. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, this Saturday, uh, actually starting Friday, sign up. And I guess we, well, you'll give him an email where we're going to meet up uh, Friday Correct. night. Information being passed out will be through email. And then when you sign up, it does have the location of the start point for the hike for Saturday morning. Okay. Um, last thing, it hasn't happened yet. The, um, you know, it, there's a lot of people protesting and rioting and stuff like that. Uh, any worry at all about Antifa showing up to, to Raleigh? As vets, we're never worried about Antifa. Mm -mm. Optics, yeah, optics. Walking down the street, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're not going to bug us. It's, it's Raleigh for one. Two, yeah. we're surrounded by military and military towns. I think we'll be okay. But being the uh, the route coordinator and it's my job to be in charge of where we're going times we're going to be there i have been keeping up there's a pro there's a protest going on tonight and there will there will be a protest saturday at some time but i think the time frame for their protest we're not going to be in the area so we should be fine okay 
Yeah, that's good. And if someone does engage you, I mean, remember it, you got to think about the big organization, right? Reverend oh, Warriors sure. is here to, to help veterans, to curb veteran suicide. And that's number one. We're not here to have, you know, a black, it's called a black cloud over us. So, you know, just don't engage, just hang out with your buddies, oh, turn sure. the other cheek and just move down um, or move on. So just, just move, move. We just push through because that's the last thing we need is to be, try to try to guide us in other directions. For one, we are under permits. That means we need to stick to our, our plan, but we don't engage. We just keep moving on and let them do their thing. And then that's the greatest thing about, about that whole situation situation is you ignore them and then you don't give them the, the power and time. They just go away anyways, cause they can't get the best of you. So we're not worried about it. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. I'm going to try, I'm going to try this again. We're going to, to go out with, I'm hitting all the right buttons. I'm hitting all the right buttons. If we had someone, um, you know what? I say that, but but the music is gone. Why why can't I get this the intro and exit music? Why can't okay, I ever sir. Why can't I ever get that to work? We need a what's that called? The guy who the producer. That's you. You're the producer. See, but you said you do it. So therefore, you know, you're kind of the boss. You say, "Hey man, I got this. You got this, right?" Yes. All right, here we go. And I need a picture there instead of just this this blank screen. Um, but now let's try to do it. We're going to sound like a real professional group. You're probably not even going to be able to hear it. Uh, but we're going to go out with, uh, Ray Lott. Let's see. Tell me if you can hear it. No. Yes. Yes. Nice. Well, <laughs> until I ruined it. So check out 21gun.net. That's 21gun.net for everything 21gun. Um, Send emails. Uh, I forgot. I've been getting a lot of emails from people, and I love reading them. And what I'll start doing is reading them on the show. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Uh, CombatDivas.net. Check them out. Give them support. And until next time, a couple weeks, I guess, and we'll be live again. Until then. Once had a message, you fucked it up. I'm in the middle because white think I'm trouble and black call me up.